I'm Bobby Connor for South Carolina Public Radio with Health Focus here at the remote studio for the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston. When lung cancer is found early, the five-year survival rate increases significantly. Dr. Nicole Tanner is here to provide an update about lung cancer screening as an important tool to help detect lung cancer earlier for people at increased risk for this disease. Dr. Tanner is a professor in the College of Medicine, and she's the co-director of the Lung Cancer Screening Program at Hollings Cancer Center at MUSC. Dr. Tanner, are more lung cancers being detected earlier rather than in the late stage in the U.S. in recent years due to lung cancer screening? Well, Bobby, I'm actually very happy to report that that does seem to be the case. We've had an opportunity to review the data that's been put into the National Lung Cancer Screening Registry of all people in the United States who have undergone lung cancer screening and been reported. And it does seem that the majority of lung cancers that have been diagnosed are in earlier stages. This represents a stage shift and is exactly what we want to see from lung cancer screening. Tell us more about the significance of diagnosing and treating lung cancer earlier for the individual patient who has lung cancer. Prior to lung cancer screening, the majority of patients were diagnosed with late-stage disease where it had either spread locally or even to distant sites in the body. So lung cancer screening and an early diagnosis when the cancer is small uh, in a stage one or perhaps a stage two, there's a higher chance for cure. And so that's why it's most important to have an early diagnosis for the individual. Who would benefit from lung cancer screening? So the guidelines for lung cancer screening are based on age and smoking history. So the current U.S. Preventative Services Task Force recommendation is to offer screening to people who are ages 50 to 80 who have smoked for at least uh, 20 pack years. And what that means is one pack per day for 20 years or a half a pack a day for 40 years. And if someone has stopped smoking cigarettes, they must have quit within the past 15 years. We also want to make sure that we screen folks that are well enough to undergo definitive treatment when a cancer is detected. I understand that eligible patients are counseled about the potential benefits, limitations, and risks of this lung cancer screening. Tell us about that scenario. Yeah, so what you're describing is shared decision-making, and that's something that is unique to lung cancer screening and has really been pushed forward. It's important for patients to know prior to ever getting into the scan what the potential benefits are, but more importantly, to understand what the potential risks are and what the potential findings might be. So a counseling visit allows the patient to hear about it and understand that they might have a nodule that turns out not to be cancer and that that might require additional scans or procedures. It's also a great opportunity to talk about the importance of coming back every year. And it's also a great opportunity to talk about tobacco treatment in patients who are currently still smoking cigarettes. On a practical basis, how does an individual patient who is eligible really get started with lung cancer screening? Well, they could start by calling their primary care provider and talking about their eligibility for lung cancer screening. They can also self-refer to some of the centralized lung cancer screening programs that are offered at the various hospitals around the state. Dr. Tanner, thanks for this update about lung cancer screening. Thanks for having me. From the remote studio for the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston, I'm Bobby Connor for South Carolina Public Radio.